1: Welcome back to the show and today my guest is Priya. So I am super excited to have Priya as my guest because she has been finding a really unique but powerful way to cope with her toxic breakup. So I am super excited to welcome Priya to the show. Welcome Priya. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a great platform to be able to share with you my story and other people dealing with a toxic person. And I've found a really great outlet that has worked for me and hopefully I can inspire other people to find that for themselves as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we met, didn't we, because you attended one of my virtual retreats and I was blown away by what you were doing. But before we get into that story... Tell us a little bit about you so my listeners can understand who you are. Sure. So my name is Priya. I have been in quite a toxic, controlling, abusive relationship for 11 years. I've come out of that now. I'm in my early 30s and I've got two very small children. And I'm now on a journey of finding myself and putting those pieces back together that I lost of myself, those emotions that I couldn't express. And it's been a really transformative journey in getting to know what it is that I like, who it is that I am, how I conduct myself, because all of that, all of that freedom was taken away from me and my identity, I would say, as a whole. So that's where I am now. And hopefully it's a more positive journey. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen you come a long way. Tell us a little bit about how you felt coming out of that toxic relationship and where you were in those early days. The beginning was really hard. I was actually thrown out of my family home. It was off the back of quite an abusive argument. And I decided at that point to not go back. And we've been in situations before where it's got so bad, but I wasn't ready, I was, I wasn't ready to let go. And then at that point, I realized this is not for me. I-, I can't keep doing this anymore. I was at rock bottom and I lost faith in love. I lost faith in myself, in what a family should be, a marriage should be. And that's when I realized I really needed a change in my life. But I didn't know how to do that. It was, it's all very fresh. It's very raw and painful and when the other person wants to inflict pain on you it's really hard you don't know where to take yourself I was at rock bottom didn't have a place to live everything was stripped away from me so you're actually spat out of a situation and that's when I found your retreat I thought I don't want this actually to break me I'm a mother of two very small children if I'm broken. What's to say? Who's going to raise them? I need to be as strong as I can. What can I do to support myself, to give myself an outlet, to make a better life now? He will not break me. That's what he wanted to do and feel as though I have nothing without him. And so that's when I found your retreat. I, I'm very a very spiritual person anyway. I've always regularly practice a spiritual life meditation mantra meditation and so I really dived myself into who I am what it is that I want in this next chapter and that's everything has naturally unfolded on that journey yeah I remember on the retreat because you were quite shell-shocked in a way it was quite early days back then wasn't it it was really early days for you And I know that you were still reeling from the shock and the trauma of the whole situation. But you had found some really, well, one particular very powerful way to help yourself through. So tell us a little bit about what that was and how it came about that you started to do that. So I always knew in myself that I was really creative. But throughout the relationship, I was always told We don't have any hobbies. We don't know what we like to do to express ourselves. And I realized actually now coming out of it, no, that wasn't we, that was him. He didn't have an outlet. He didn't have any hobbies per se. So even when we were in situations with friends or anything, oh my God, you guys are so inspirational. You do this, you do that. We don't do anything. And I knew there's a creative side to me but I was too scared to let it out because he was very critical. So I used to do art before I met him and I did it as GCSE. My art was actually used in a local art gallery when I, for my final GCSEs. And I then met him at university and I just let it go. And then when I came out of the relationship, I felt like I was Pandora's box. Now, a lot of people who have been in abusive relationships, there's so much trauma, there's so much abuse, so many little things that have happened, even with coercive controlling behavior, it's so hard to sometimes say exactly what it is. And because I was on autopilot throughout the relationship, you try and cope. I just put it away, all my emotions into a box, into a box, into a box. And I didn't know how to express myself. But I knew there was deep emotion that needed to come out. People started telling me, "Well, why don't you try journaling? I tried it, it just wasn't flowing for me It wasn't working. I then started therapy. That It was working, it was great, but then there was one exercise and you do a similar one in a retreat where you visualize where is the pain coming from? What does it look like? How does it feel? What's the texture of it? All of that. And that's when I just visualised so clearly, and I am a visual person, how exactly I was feeling that pain in that moment. And I thought, I've got to get it down on paper. I've got to get it down. And that's when I started drawing, painting, sketching. And I, I have started to, every time I experience a deep emotion, get it down on paper. And I feel like there are pieces of my heart down on that sketchbook. And being able to release in that way has been so powerful. It's better than journaling for me. It's an expression of how I'm feeling. And I feel finally I'm letting out little pieces of that Pandora's box to help me express myself which I wasn't able to do for a really really long time. What you're describing is incredible and your artwork is out as well I mean I've seen it myself and it conjures up so many emotions for me as a survivor and it's not my artwork So, I mean, I'd really love it. And that's where I felt a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure. And when I got it down on paper, it was almost like this release that I was able to start sharing my story. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Because sometimes it's hard to verbalise what we know instinctively, but it's the feeling. And I think therapy is great in some cases, but if you struggle to verbalise it, it can be a real challenge. It can be sort of stuck for a long time and it sort of resides then as, as trauma still in the body. So actually being able to sort of brain dump it out in an art form like that is really, really powerful. And I know coercive control is something that's very hard to explain in mm. words because even when you do try, like you said before, it's such small things that there's a lot of them and they're they're very powerful, but to outsiders it can yeah. seem quite insignificant and so you feel like you can't express yourself and you have no voice and we're caught up in what we should do and yeah. so when we're learning to when we come out the other side you know what we should do is you can't work out what you should do I mean should 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 You you should all over yourself you're not going to get anywhere it's what do you need to do what what do you have to do to pull yourself through this I think once you start to get clarity by really letting go of some of these emotions it start you start to get a little bit more clarity. So
2: explain to us how that helps you by drawing. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad, and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again.
1: I was finding throughout the relationship, that because I couldn't express myself, my body was having an impact. My I didn't have eczema before, eczema really fled all over my body to the point where I was having multiple uh, consultations in the hospital and it was seeping and I just couldn't get to grips with it. Then when I gave birth, I had colitis and I was in and out of hospital with a tiny baby and I had to be separate from him from... Yeah, he was only a month or two old. So it was my body was experiencing trauma, but I didn't realize that this I'm carrying so much baggage, so much trauma, so much hurt. And so when I came out of the relationship, I thought something's got to be done. I'm not connecting with just talking about it because I know I'm a good communicator, but I wasn't getting the result that I really wanted by talking about it, because I didn't have a problem talking to my loved ones. So I I, I thought it was good. It's a really good outlet, but it it didn't really open that box for me. Then I tried journaling and gratitude books. And I think gratitude is a great one. That's something that helps me through every day, but it still wasn't getting to the crux of it. And that's when I just started to put pencil to paper paintbrush to paper start off with a color sometimes start off with an image and it's funny sometimes I'd be on a walk or in the shower or just talking to someone and I'll say I've got it I've got it some art piece would just come as a vision I can't tell you how it comes but I just know I need to express it and that's how I feel When I get it down on paper, I feel as though this pad, this art pad that I've got is a journal. It's a part of me that is there and I can close that book. I don't have to carry it with me and it's letting off those weights. I'm allowing myself to remove myself and have a bit of distance from that painful, traumatic feeling to then have it in a separate safe space. And so that's been really helpful for me. So do you find that once you've done the drawing, it kind of dials down some of that negative intensity for you? 100%, 100%. And I make sure while I'm doing that art piece, I'm not connected to anyone. I haven't got my phone anywhere near me. I've got either meditation music on or classical music, something for me to just get in that zone, let it all out. And I think that relates to, I've got another piece it's a bit different to my other sketches because it's got a mix of words and when I came out of the relationship a lot of mutual friends would say to me oh but I don't understand you're you're so glamorous you you know you always take care of yourself you always look a certain way we would have never known this is going on now when you talk to a lot of people who've been in abusive relationship they need to cope they're not that's their coping mechanism they're trying to keep afloat and look a certain way as though yeah I've got my stuff together and for me taking care of myself was the last little bit that was holding on to me (laughs) because I like I like dressing up I like doing my hair and because I had a lot of those comments and a lot of people saying oh you're glamorous I love your hair and things I did a piece all about. How my hair is thick, and that's a real focus. But there's a lot of emotions behind the face that people wouldn't know about. And this was a brain dump when I realized my marriage was over. And all those emotions and connotations to everything going on, I just was able to put it down and how I was feeling. And I wrote it down as the emotions behind the face. What sort of emotions are on there? So it's worry, kindness, panic, remorse, guilt, failure, hurt, love, distress, control, karma, frustration, Pandora's box, hatred, friends, suffering, forgiveness, worry, loss, neglect. Mm. All these type of emotions that I was feeling, but again, I couldn't express it. And so people see the external, they see my long hair and they see a face, but they don't really see what's behind the eyes. Which is so true, isn't it? I mean, anyone going through or living in a toxic relationship will know that it's behind closed doors that a lot of it happens. It rarely happens out in public. It's all hidden. So you can look like you've got the most incredible relationship and it's all great from the outside. But actually, it's when you get home. Or those subtle looks that no one else is going to pick up on, apart from you, that really are going on. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's extremely powerful. That. So, how long does it take you to draw one of those sketches you've got in your work? Sometimes it can take me two to three hours because not only am I trying to get my emotion down, I'm not focusing too much on the technique, but I'm also learning technique again because I. I've got the space to, I've got the time to, I put the children to bed and I have my own space to learn again. I think I had so much fear for so long of doing things wrong, making mistakes because my ex-partner wanted perfection, always raised the bar. And every time I hit it, would raise it again. And I had this fear so much of, if I get things wrong, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. and. Being able to create a time, a space for me to make mistakes, start again. I've had so many pages where I've started and just started again. And it's it's okay. I've accepted that. And that's why it can take up to two, three hours. But I want to get it down on paper and learn different techniques and learn sketching again because it has been so many years since I've really done it. So, but it's it's been a really nice outlet because in this time coming out of the relationship, I've tried my real best to not wallow in it or just sit and watch Netflix or overeat and things. I mean, we all have those moments. Don't get me wrong; I, I do do those things, but. I try and channel my brain so that I'm not falling into a trap of something. And I've listened to your previous podcast where people found it healthy to do something that's empowering, that's going to get you out of this. Those moments are only temporary, the eating and the watching TV and those dark moments, and it doesn't end you feeling great after it. So I've tried my best to keep moving, keep shifting, keep ongoing look at my next chapter so that I'm not stuck yeah well I mean it's it's amazing that it's given you that much power and it's great because now you're also reconnecting with a hobby that you loved before and you're doing that again so whilst it's great almost therapy in a way to sort of get it out and, and express those feelings you know it's got the the extra bonuses of actually being something that you love and you enjoy and you're reconnecting with that what if you're not very good at drawing, like me, for example? <laughs> what happens if you know your sketches are never going to look anything like yours, which which are awesome? Do you think it can still it can still work? A hundred percent. I I've seen I've done a lot of reading on art therapy and just just research because I didn't actually realise it was art therapy until people were looking at my images saying how powerful or how dark it was in a good way, even though it's yeah. dark. That I'm letting out real emotion. I think some people relate to colors. Some people relate to even the feeling of that paintbrush just gliding on that piece of paper is actually really therapeutic. And you go to the Tate Art Gallery, and there's so many abstract things. You can create art from anything. It's just an expression. If you're feeling quite dark inside, you can use dark colours, let it out, let it out. What is it that you want to express? And even if it's not art, it doesn't have to be a fixed box to counselling or therapy or journaling, which seem to be the common thing that not everyone will fit into. So walking, being out, swimming, whatever creative outlet you've got or if you have been in a toxic relationship and there's something that you started before that you couldn't do in your relationship, pick it up, try it again, try a new hobby. Only recently I tried archery. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And I just realized that there are so many different things in life and we can put ourselves in a box that, no, you can't try this. You can't do it. I would just say to people, even if art isn't your thing, try anything else. If you want to try art, great, go for it. Start writing how you feel and see if you could start drawing it. You never know what talent you can uncover. So I would just say, give it a go and then see where it takes you. That's really great advice because everybody's different, aren't they? And there's different ways to express yourself. And some people, like you said, like journaling. Um, but if you're not really a writer or that feels a bit more like a homework, which she does yeah. for some people, then drawing. And even if it's just, you know, like you said with crayons or paint, just anything to get those emotions out or even, you know, making something, craft. I've got a client who likes making things and she's just thrown herself into that. Um, so, I mean, there's lots of different ways to get those emotions out. But I mean, it's incredibly powerful and you've done an amazing job. And I'm sure that your artwork is going to inspire so many people who are going through that as well. So I mean, thank you for sharing your story with us. Do you have a, a final message for anyone listening? Is there anything that you've learned through your journey so far? And I know you're still on that path, but you would like to share with people watching? Yeah, I would say. Try not to put your happiness in other people what other people want to see of you I think for so long I wanted to be accepted and loved in the eyes of other people but I lost myself in the process and in order to be happy I would say take that power back what is it that you like what is it that you enjoy and try and get to know yourself in order to be happy and then you can share that with others I think finding acceptance in other people, you'll start to be unhappy because you're trying to be something that you're not. You're trying to fit into a round hole, square peg. Yeah. But, you, know, you don't want to be doing that. And I would just say, get to know yourself. What makes you tick? What makes you happy? And that's what I've found with my art, with my creativity. And it's been wonderful to share it with us. Now I'm meeting new people. I feel like i've got something to offer i've got something to share with the world whereas i was told for over a decade that i don't have anything i don't have any hobbies so there's always something special about everyone and just i would find that something special in you and focus that time on that and then you never wow. know where that takes you wow i love that there's something special in everyone it's so true and finding that something special you can seem pretty daunting and I know when I first met you probably you might have felt well what Sarah what but actually just by listening to yourself like you said and trying different things you found lots of special things which is amazing well thank you so much for sharing your story with us today I mean I I know it will have helped and stimulated some ideas for lots of people who are listening so thank you for being my guest thank you so much Sarah That's it for today's episode, and I look forward to you joining me next time.
0: That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sarah's virtual retreats.